Blog Talk Radio. Blessings are worth more than the words. Amen. Mm-hmm. You 
know, and, and it's so profound that you said that because what people fail to understand and recognize is the fact that the attacks of the enemy, the attacks of our emotions and our mindset comes so that we will be defeated, so that we will take that that turn of the dark side of the mindset instead of the place of, you know what, I'm going to praise God in spite of, okay? It, this is not a because of praise, this is an in spite of praise because no matter what I feel, see, or experience, you are still on the throne, you are still got me, you still got me. So when that mind shifts, shifts to that place, then everything turns around because then you can actually open your eyes and see and recognize, oh, oh, devil, you were just playing with me because you didn't want me to enjoy whatever it was that God was blessing me with. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> you know? I do, sis. That's it. I totally agree 100% with it. Now I feel like what we're talking about is is where we get ready to tie in to what we're getting ready to talk about because it's really all about your mindset, mm-hmm. not judgment, not anything, but your mindset. So, mm-hmm. sis, bring it, bring it to the people. Okay. So our topic today is the great Christmas debate, <laughs> okay? Do you or don't you celebrate great Christmas as a Christian? And, you know, and it's really, really funny because I can hear some of your minds going like, yeah, but it's Christ's birthday. Of course we celebrate it as a, as a Christian. Well, um, okay, so let's take, let's take a few few things um, and put them in perspective and in order. First and foremost, it's not legally or, or the official Christ's birthday. Okay, so, so let's take that off the table to begin with. Um, I have actually been in church settings where I, I presented the fact that Jesus was not born on December 25th, and the pastor looked at me like I had um, five heads and was Medusa standing <laughs> up there. Because if you don't read the word for yourself, if you if you just go on traditional mindset and the traditions that people put in front of you and don't know the truth of the matter, then when the truth is presented, people look at you like you you really are speaking heresy, it's blasphemy, and how dare you, and oh my God, how could you upset, you know, my mind like that and my, my, my worship and all of that. But it, you know, it, I, I, I chuckle and to me, it's kind of comical, but then again, it really isn't because it's really um, people's stance, what they think, and it has a profound effect on them, a profound effect on them. That being said, people come at you from so many different perspectives, and I mean, you have these legalistic Christians that you know, it's blasphemy and heresy for you to celebrate Christmas because it's not Jesus' birthday. And then you have those, like I just said, that really believe that he was born on December 25th because they didn't really study their word. Um, but anyway, um, it's, just, it's just amazing how this thing um, crosses the board. Years ago, and quite probably maybe, I don't know, 
10, 15 years ago, that's been a long time, maybe not 15, but 8 to 10 years ago, I never forget, I had something up on on my page, kind of on Facebook has been about, because it was on Facebook, but it was like the early days of Facebook, so it was that, 8, 8 years ago or whatever, anyway, so I had something up, and, and it was about Christmas, and I literally had this person, like, go off on me about celebrating Christmas as a Christian, and because it was a man-made holiday and had nothing to do with Christ and yada, 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 and I should not celebrate Christmas. My response when I read it, because if I tell you homeboy, like, went in, I'm going like, well, guys, you know, didn't realize it was that serious. But here was my response to him. It was like, I'm sorry, I celebrate the fact that Christ was born, that he came to this earth to reconcile me back to my father, to be the propitiation for my sin, to take upon his body my punishment to be able to become, go, get into that place of right standing once again with my father. He came, he suffered, he died. I celebrate that every single day of my life since I've come into the realization of what that really means. Why in the heck would I not celebrate it on December 25th because you got a problem? Okay? And that was my take, but that was my first encounter with the opposite direction of how far people can really go in, I always ask you about Christmas. I I believe, and this is nice to me, and this is on the real, this is like it's real. On the real tip, this has nothing to do with my Christianity or my being a disciple of Christ, but just as a human being operating and living in the sphere of time that we're in, I have a major problem with the commercialism of Christmas um, at this point in my life. They start baiting you in for you to spend your money in August, okay? You have not even gotten through Labor Day yet. You haven't gotten to um, the harvest season or Halloween or whatever y'all want to celebrate. You haven't gotten through Thanksgiving. You haven't gotten through any of those things, and they already got you looking at Christmas stuff because it's just about the dollar for the retailer. It's all about spend your money. So I have a problem with that, but that has nothing to do with my Christianity. Um, but it's just, it's, it's such a, a, a crazy debate. I'm going to say this, this, and then I'm going to let you chime in for your feelings. I remember and this, this is not since I've been saved. This was maybe I was a teenager, either a teenager or very early 20s, uh, but I'm thinking still a teen, when I first found out, and this was before I knew that, you know, it wasn't his real biological birthday or whatever, but when I found out that Christmas did not have the same meaning um, to everybody. Now, that, that was a, a culture shock for me. Because I grew up, Christmas was the day we celebrated Jesus Christ's birthday, you know. Um, and again, this was BC before Christ in my life. This was just this is I grew up in a home that was a Christian home, and we celebrated Christ's birthday at Christmas. That was the Christmas thing. 
And when I found out that it didn't mean the same to other people, to other people, it really was just a, a commercialism of people giving each other gifts. And they weren't celebrating the Christ child. They were celebrating um, just to, to have to buy gifts for one another. Um, and, and Christ had nothing to do with it. That was a shock for me. And, um, and it was just like, wow, I just assumed because that was the home I grew up in that Christmas for everybody that celebrated Christmas was about Christ. That being said, um, I just kind of, I, I just, like I said, it's funny and it's not funny at the same time, the people's take on it. I love the Christmas season. I hate the commercialism, and I don't get in it. I don't do Black Friday. I don't do Cyber Monday. I don't do any of that, okay? I fell as a sale for me 20, 365 days of the year, so I'm not running out to spend my money just because you tell me I need to spend my money on this day. I'm not doing that. But the key is I love the season because people seem to be, as you said, in a different mindset during the season, and, and that uh, even that runs the gamut of, of uh, emotions because you have people that are extremely depressed um, and withdrawn, and the holidays are very difficult for them. But you also have people that there's just this this awe of of love in the air, and the the season of giving, and people become nicer, and it's just like you know it's. Christmas and the music and the, you know, there's a lightness in the air and what have you. And I, I embrace that part of it. I love coming together with my family, but I love coming together with my family at any given time. It's not just for Christmas, but I do love the, that family camaraderie when people can get off and they can come and they can fly here or go there or, or come together as a, as a family and, and celebrate one another. Um, like I said, Christ for me is the center of every day, but um, I just love the coming together uh, and sharing one with another. So that, that I just want to put that out there. I'm going to let you speak on what you feel. You know, it's just, I, that's why I always love you. I love people don't realize it's a sentimental part of certain things. I'm like you. You guys, I love different seasons um, because I struggle Sometimes with some other things in my life, I go. I try my best to pray and ask God allow me to go with the season, because it's an in season, it's an out of season. Okay, first let me tell you guys, I love Christmas. I love the colors. I love the lights. I am like a little child when I see people shopping and and loving on each other. It seems there was a time I just got caught up in that. It used to be a time where you can smell it in the air, I would tell people. And being a young girl and just people out, and it, it was a rat race, but it still seemed, it was a, like you saying, so it's a good time. Family seemed different. People were in a different mood, mindset, a lot of cooking going on, people laughing, sharing, family stopping in and out, and, you know, just times that you really enjoy. Okay, now we're going to speed it up. Okay. (laughs) Then it got to the point where I felt now that I was no longer giving from my heart, that I was giving out an obligation because I felt like I was obligated to. 
Mm. That's when I really start checking myself. Because then it got to the point where you were thinking about people and people didn't think about you. And it's not that you don't get from your heart, but it feels pretty crappy after a while when you're the one that's always giving and you're not getting anything back in return. Okay. So I'm putting it out there like that. So then there's another time where it just seems like um, you guys that, you know, I have to say it's time to change. When I began to think there was no Santa Claus, I was devastated anyway, you guys, because I was one of those kids that I had an imagination. I'm going to put it out there. Please don't text me and say I'm crazy. But, oh, man, I was trying to hold on for a long time, sis, because my mom and them didn't put gifts under the tree like that. We used to search the whole house, and we couldn't figure it out, not until we got grown that where they kept it at was in the trunk. I hope no kids are listening. The trunk of the car, of course. We didn't have access. We never looked. But, you know, when you woke up that next morning, you know, they had you believe in the Sandman and Sandman put, you know, make you go to sleep. Okay, don't you want Sandman to put sand in your eyes? So I'm taking you guys through all these multiple circular things how I was raised. And then people change. Well, before you text me, says you say, what are you doing? I finally got the strength, and I was like, I'm going to help my husband with a project, putting up the Christmas lights. That didn't work. So he already was the elf. Um, yesterday and the day before, putting them up. I love lights, you guys. I, if I don't allow myself to enjoy the moments that I'm in, I will be depressed about everything. I have to literally tell myself this: thing, the things around me are good. You have to be able to make your own world. If it's, it, it's not about. It is about Jesus is the reason for the season any time of in life, period. That's how you feel that you don't believe in it and your, your, your values are strong. I'm with you. Do it. But for those who like to celebrate and like to have family, like to have a life and stuff, don't kill it for them. Mm. I wouldn't kill it for you. Mm. So what we have to understand, it's like anything, like voting, Democrat, Republican, do you, you know what I'm saying? What are you? Don't stop me for the way that I feel. Mm-hmm. That's what we go wrong. We, we want to be in everybody else's decision-making on their life. My new, my not new model, but my model says, is, if I don't pay your bills, I don't have anything to say. Now, I'm okay. say but my opinion would not matter because I don't pay your bills, period. So if you don't like it, don't do it. But I'm going to tell you something. I'd rather says, have a, a, a drawn tree, paste it on the wall or whatever, and be in a joyous mood and be happy, mm-hmm. whatever day it is, whether it's Christmas or not, mm-hmm. than have all the presents under the tree and all <laughs> the everything and live in hell. Mm-hmm. And don't mm-hmm. be happy. Okay. So... It's just the time to realize what the value of it is. It doesn't mean that you have to have prime rib. Like Thanksgiving, everybody thought it was about turkey, so everybody was wiping out the turkeys. It's about that moment that he gives us. And the most best times are when you're with family and the people you love. Mm -hmm. But if you can't, because sometimes it's like that, find some kind of joy somewhere within yourself. 
it's time to stop walking into year and seasons after seasons after seasons, still in that mood. Whoever passed away in that season, they've been gone now. It's time to be happy and joyous. It doesn't mean because it's Christmas. It's being happy and joyous because he blessed you to see another day. Yes. To me, that is like, you can get gifts anytime, Seth. I don't mm-hmm. need to wait until Christmas if I want to bless you or give you something. Why? Wow. You guys, I'll, you can, I'll can, I can, you can come over to my house and eat anytime. We don't have to wait until Christmas or whatever. I love when right. people tell me we don't celebrate Christmas on Christmas. We, we have it now because that's when everybody can get together. We all come mm-hmm. together. We do this mm-hmm. and we do that. Yeah. You can take it any way you want to. You don't have to be like you say. Says, I don't like the commercialization of it. I don't like what people feel like they got to go out there and go buy you an expensive gift because they feel like they want something expensive back. Right, I don't believe right. in that. Yeah, I don't believe in that. I'm, and I'm going to tell you guys something. I'm not into the gifts anymore. I heard a psychiatrist say, this is the season right now after all we've been through. The gift of, the gift right now of giving is love. Okay. And real, I can hug you. And real I can touch you. I can be in your presence. How about that? Yes. Yes. It's about, it's about loving that person, laughing. It's about... Uh, accepting and understanding. That's what it's really all about. When you can get through the day. I have some people that I know right now, you guys, that are really going through some stuff. And all I can say is, Lord, I'm so glad you delivered me. I'm so grateful. I just had my birthday. I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful. It's not guaranteed. Make the best of your life and your world every day that you live. And if you don't succeed, if you fall sometimes down, get, it may take you a couple of days, but fight more than anything to get yourself back up and find a reason for the season of your life every yeah. day that you live, period, period. I hope that you guys can really see that because, I, man, people didn't get me nothing. Man, you guys, I'm, the whole day will be crumbed out. The whole day would just be messed up. I would have tantrums. Oh, my gosh. I would fall apart. What good did that do? And then when your kids get to the point where they're saying that they don't get this $800 phone or these three or $400 pair of shoes, they don't want nothing. I'm like, good. Good. Now I realize there's no more Santa. There's no more anything. Some of you guys need to might be stop backing up off some of them gifts with your kids. That's why they, they feel like they, they expect it. They don't feel like they have to work for it because we just give it because we feel like we're giving out obligation. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you don't do it. Please don't nobody text me. Please. I'm not telling you don't do it. You do whatever you want to do. You can but spend you all the money you want. It's important that they teach their children balance. I'm trying. Let me tell you something. This is a true fact. You know, I was listening to a survey, and they said that people go out during Christmas and billions of dollars are spent. That people literally go in debt Mm -hmm. this month, going out spending money they don't have. 
Mm-hmm. If you got to put it on credit card, you guys, you don't need it. If you have to, if you ain't saved that money in a little bit, let me tell you something. All that stuff every year, I, I heard a lady said, I did everything I could on Black Friday. I was out all night trying to look for a, some kind of Xbox or whatever the case may be. I I just realized this. Let me tell you something. You guys, that last time I went out Christmas shopping and people was going crazy, and people was just, it was a rigmarole, and then you go out and do all that because you think you got a good gift to find out that they're taking it back right after Christmas, getting their money back. Mm-hmm. That's the devil. That's the devil to me. So for all the people that know me and love me, please, I'm not upset if you don't get me nothing for Christmas because I didn't plan on doing the same. <laughs> it's not because I don't love you. I just believe that all I have to give anybody right now is love, patience, guidance, and understanding. Amen. Silver and gold have I none. But okay. I got this to give to you. So cheer up. You're not the only one to feel like that. But that don't stop me from putting my lights out. That don't stop me. My whole house, I try to make it look like a little winter wonderland. I mm. like it. It's my thing. But it doesn't mean that it controls me. I don't idolize it. I know who's still in control God is. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something. I remember one time on a Christmas seeing a bad accident. I remember later on that person didn't make it. And I thought, wow, you go up to Walgreens to go get some batteries and something happens. So all I'm going to tell you guys is, is not don't go out there and make a big issue over something if you don't have to. I'm not telling you any of that neither. Like you're saying, ask God and to, for a balance. Because it's just, to me, it's not time to spend money on a lot of frivolous things that you really don't need. Period. So that's my take, Seth. I that brought back such memories. And that's basically what we have over the years of the memories. See, you know, um, I, it, it's just, it's, it's so funny. People have different reactions. Like my husband, um, when we got together, he was just never into Christmas. And, and I, for a long time, did not understand why. You know, um, Christmas was just like whatever to him. And again, you know, and I'm kind of like you. Like one of my fondest memories of my with my mother, we we, we didn't have a lot of um, mother daughter bonding <laughs> over the years. But one of the things that we did do every year was go ride and look at Christmas lights. And so, for me, that's a special memory, and it's a special thing. And so, and I've kind of tried to pass it down to mine, you know, my daughter and my granddaughter and whatever. And we just, we, I love going out looking at Christmas lights. And I remember, you know, thinking to myself, why that was such a, you know, such a thing for me. And it was because it touched a special part of me because it was a, something that my mother and I did together. My husband, on the other hand, just was like I said, Christmas was just like whatever. And and again, I, I, I don't get so caught up in the commercialism. I, I, I get gifts, but my gifts are normally for my grandchildren, you know, um, and they get one each, <laughs> you know. Um, and I try and make it something memorable, something that's engraved, something that, you know, would 
give a, a good memory for them in thought of our relationship as the, as time goes on. And, you know, and I, I don't expect any of them or I don't expect to outlive any of them. So I, I want, you know, to have special momentum that they could, you know, like I said, think finally over grandma. But anyway, I come to find out one day, I sat and I talked to him, and to try to find out, you know, why he was so blasé when it came to Christmas. And I, it, this is hysterical to me, but, <laughs> and we, we're at the point now where we can laugh together about it, but when he first told me, he was still crushed about it, and, and that was even funnier to me. But apparently, Carlton was 14 years old and still was believing in Santa Claus. And I'm thinking to myself, how the heck are you 14 years old and believing in Santa Claus? But because our lives are so different and and our mindsets are very different and our upbringing was very different, for me, I knew two years before I let my mother know that I knew that there was no Santa Claus, that there was no Santa Claus. A, I found all the gifts in the storeroom. B, it's like that this person with this beard is I don't have a chimney so he's not sliding down it and how did he get all my stuff to my house <laughs> but that's how my mind works anyway so the story is is that apparently he was at his grandfather's house and his uncle had came over and his grandmother was still going along with this Santa Claus thing for him because he you know um, was kind of nerdy and naive, and he still believed in it. I guess she was going to play along as long as he did. They came in, and they were having a conversation and said something about going um, Christmas shopping, and something somehow Santa Claus came up, and the grandmother was trying to hush the uncle by, you know, trying to get them to understand that, that Carlton didn't yet know that there wasn't really Santa Claus. And one of his uncles apparently was a very mischievous man. <laughs> and when they found out, like, they were really laughing um, historically. But beyond that, this uncle took a shotgun, went outside, shot up in the air, and came running in saying that he had just killed Santa Claus. Santa Claus trying <laughs> to come across the world and Carlton devastated. And and to me that was hysterical, right? Because you're 14 years old. I could see that you were a little kid if you're 14 years old. Come on. Anyway, there's so many people out there that they tie in bad memories about Christmas and so it causes them to see the holiday in a different manner. Okay? Um, for me and my children we had some really, really good Christmases when they were growing up, and we had some really, really mean Christmases. I can remember a Christmas that I literally told them the only thing I have to give you is my love, and I can give you all of that. And, and I meant it. Um, we cooked, <laughs> had a great dinner, but there were no gifts. I remember another Christmas where um, I just wanted them to have some music. I, I couldn't afford to get them a stereo, so I bought them each a clock radio. So that they can have some music in their room. You know, I mean, lean times. And then there were the Christmases where the whole living room floor was full of gifts and toys and bicycles and stuff like that. So they grew up with these different types of Christmas memories, but the thing that I always try to instill in them, 
And that's what I meant about the balance was that it is not about gifts. It's about love. It's about, and again, this was even, I think, prior to me realizing that everybody that celebrated Christmas didn't celebrate it from the aspect of it being Christ's birthday. And I definitely did not know that Christ was not born on, on December 25th at this point in time. But what I definitely wanted them to understand is that, you know, we were celebrating the birth of someone that came here out of love for us. And that that is the greatest thing about the season. That's the greatest thing about the holiday is love and sharing love and being loved um, and, and not the material thing. And I think because we had such um, a gamut in, of, of different types of Christmases, I, I'm prayerful. I mean, they're 50 and 49 years old today with children and grandchildren of their own, but um, I'm hoping that I instilled some kind of balance within them to recognize not to just get caught up in commercialism. So this was part of my need from way back when. Um, I can remember, like, my father passed at seven, so from then on it was just me and my mom, you know, but Christmas morning, and I kind of like you, where, you know, you had to go to sleep, <laughs> like I had to go to sleep. But I remember I was not allowed in the living room until my mother got up on Christmas Day. And normally she would have cooked all night long the night before and had quite a few little cocktails while she was cooking. So she might not get up really early. But I can remember I would, like, get up and go and just peep around. All I needed to do was just peep around in the living room to make sure I saw stuff there. Okay, because I was like you. I didn't grow up with gifts just piled up under the tree. Everything was put there overnight um, from Christmas Eve night, and I kind of carried that on as well. Um, but as long as I could see stuff in there, I was fine. I could go get back in the bed, and I could chill, and I was good. So it's like there were so many different Christmas memories. But in the, the, the course of it all that I was blessed with was to come away with the spirit of love. And I think that is why I enjoy the season is because the season for me, it represents the spirit of love, you know, the spirit of, of not just giving material things, but receiving love and giving love one to another. And that's what I love about it. We have one of our callers that has their hand up. So I am going to open the line up. Caller, your last four numbers are 8105. Um, let me see if I can get this open. There you go. You are live. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. Thank you, sir. How are you? I'm blessed indeed. Praise the Lord. I do like the season of Christmas. It brings people together and helps us get over a lot of obstacles. And um, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. This is uh, Chucky Curry, martial arts specialist. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for, for sharing with us today and for calling in. Um, we, our intentions, our heart is that, you know, to be able to share how we feel about Christmas and the fact that, you know, there's so many different takes on Christmas to understand that it's, it's really a beautiful time of the year. Um, but it's definitely a time where, as, as um, Tanya was saying earlier, that we respect 
other feelings about the season. Uh, we have another hand up today. Um, Caller, your last four is 2809. You're live. Uh, yes, my name is Shauna Pat, and I'm calling. Uh, Pastor Don Jr. told me about your show. Just calling on. Um, I like the, to- the topic about Christmas. Yes, the season is about love. I have four smaller children, and when I was coming up, my mother and my father used to shower us with gifts. And they would bring us to church, and we would do the plays and things like that about um, Jesus and the wise men and just different things uh, during this time of year. But with my kids, I like to do something different. I don't like to focus on the pagan part, so we usually don't put up Christmas lights and stuff like that. And we explain to them, even as young, even if we get, we may get them a gift, right? But because they're still kids. But at the end of the day, I make them understand that this is a time of love. It's a time of giving. It's a time of receiving. Yeah. It's a time that uh, yeah. Jesus was born. The uh, Savior came into the world to give his life, to die for our sins one day so that we could be changed. So I just focus on the uh, biblical part of the holiday. And like I said, even though they're kids, I've never taught my kids anything about a Santa Claus. I've never taught them anything. And I just believe that they're no different from the other kids who believe in Santa. They don't go around telling kids, oh, Santa's not real or this and that. But they can also bring some um, Christian light to kids who are their age, who parents do teach them about the pagan part of this holiday um, instead of teaching them about Christ and teaching them about love. And Jesus is the reason for this season. Um, I thank you for opening up your platform to me. And um, you can check me out at Shauna Pat Ministries. Dot com. That's S-H-A-W-N-A-P-A-T, ministries.com. Amen. Oh, well, I thank love you it. for sharing. That's, that's awesome. Oh. Thank you so much for sharing. We have, we have another oh. hand up. This seems to be a, a good topic today. We, we've got a lot of uh, audience participation, so and that's a blessing. Amen. Um, that's good. Your last four is 8882. Your line is open. Amen. Grieve the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I am Pastor Don, you CEO. I'm telling everybody about the show. I love the energy. I love the camaraderie. The sisters and brothers all working together for one common cause, and that's to bring some positive about Christmas. I got to tell everybody. Yeah. Amen. I love it. Amen. I love well, it. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I want to say something really quick, sir. You know, I love uh-huh. all the comments you guys have made, and I thank God for it. And I mean that. What I love is the fact is that we can all love our Heavenly Father. We can love Jesus. And we can still be able to be okay with feeling different than the next person. It's about loving people. People got to mm-hmm. understand that. Love mm-hmm. is really unconditional. That's what we really need to learn about any season, any reason. It's unconditional. It's accepting even when it's not easy to accept. It's forgiving even when it's not easy to forgive. I love when the sister said, I don't never chop my kids about a Santa Claus or whatever. I love when the brother said, I love it because it, 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 it basically helps you get over obstacles, meaning it gives you hope. And then mm-hmm. the last um, mystery to this, what he said is he just loves the energy about it all. You guys know there's no good or bad answer when you call in. It's just understanding how we're all different. But if we say that we're Christians, if we say that we are, then we love each other in spite of 
You mm-hmm. may have a different view than I do. Don't judge exactly. me because I'm not trying to judge you. And Jesus said, love, not judge. So that's my take. It, you know, I um, and I, I shared the story of the person that really attacked me about Christmas years ago um, just because of the mindset. It's like, okay, so you're coming at me in, in a very hostile manner because I choose um, to wish somebody a Merry Christmas or to, you know, just believe that you can love and be kind to somebody, but you're coming at me in this harsh manner in the, the name of Christ, which it, it reminded me of this. It reminded me of Saul before he became Paul. He had this zeal for God, and he thought he was doing the right thing by persecuting and killing, quote, unquote, the Christians because of his zeal for God. But what he forgot about was the God that he was coming against the people about who said, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. We can all be corrected. That, you know, we, we can all stand the, uh, the possibility of getting off course. I mean, it's a part of being human. It's a part of life. But when you see, when you see a brother or a sister that has veered off, then our instruction as being disciples of Christ is to, with love, share what you see with that person, not in a hostile manner, not, you know what I'm saying, not you're going to hell because X, Y, this is what God, and you know, the person never responded back to me when I said to him, you know, I'm sorry, I celebrate Jesus every day of my life. Why would I not celebrate him on the 25th of December? Whether he was actually born on that day or not. Whether the the day has become commercialized or not, whether it is a it has pagan connotations to it, whatever whatever somebody else is going through, my take is my savior is to be celebrated 365 days a year, 366 days only year. It's just like there is never a day, never a moment, never a second that I should hold back praise for him or celebration for him in light of how he has transformed my life. And I think that we can get so caught up in religiosity and traditionalism that we forget whom we, we claim, okay, we are defending the rights of him. And, and trust me, let me say this categorically, God don't need you to defend him, okay? Please know he is very capable of defending himself. But I understand from the standpoint of your love. It's like because I love my husband, I would not allow you to come and do something to my husband because I love my husband. I get that. I love my Savior. I love my Father. Okay? So, therefore, if you say something derogatory about either one of them or the Holy Spirit, I, I do have issue with you. I got that. I understand that, that standpoint. But I also cannot honor them and reverence them in my life if I am not 
loving even my enemies. Even those that were despiteful of Jesus, even those that were saved to rob holy things against them. If I'm honoring them and I'm living my life according to their word and their commands, then I still have to love you and I still have to come at you or speak to you, not come at you, that's the wrong term. I still have to speak to you even if I'm trying to share something with you where I see an error according to the word, I still have to do it in love. And, and, and the other thing is, is that we can never get so caught up in our feeling of superiority because we don't do something. And since, you know, you and I had this conversation just recently, because, you know, you get caught up in the legalism of religion, and you miss the relationship that you have with God. And if you get caught up in legalistic things and you start to look down on somebody else because they don't do what you do or they don't serve the way you serve or they don't worship the way you worship, then you're in error according to the word of God. So we just, you know, it's just in, in, in everything, we have to make sure that we are properly representing our Father, that we are properly representing our elder brother, that if we're wearing the family name, okay, because that's really what it comes down to. If you're saying you are a Christian, then you are carrying the family name. And I don't know about you guys growing up, but I know when I grew up, the first name was not to be dishonest, okay? It was like something Amen. No, no. You wear the family name, you're not going to go out here and embarrass me. <laughs> you know? And it's Amen. like that, so with, with your saying you're a Christian, okay, so what are you showing forth to the people as being, quote, unquote, a Christian? Because one of the biggest obstacles that people have in coming to a saving relationship with God is his people. I mean, Amen. They can like you. Mahatma Gandhi said this. This and this blew me away. He had studied about Christ. He had, you know, did his homework and he made a statement. He said he almost came to the place of accepting Jesus if it hadn't been for Jesus' disciples. Uh, those that were in the earth realm right then. Because they had not shown the love of God. Huh, that's deep. It's true, you know? No, that's fine. We don't want to be a stumbling block for anyone to come to know the Father. You know, we. I think, uh, 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 and, and I applaud the sister who said, you know, she never taught her children Santa Claus, and she taught them the word, and that's awesome. But at the same time, let us not look down on anybody that's still doing the Santa Claus Because with loving kindness, if we are going to draw others to the truth of God, if we're going to draw others to the love of God, then we have to do it on a place where they don't feel ostracized, where they don't feel um, looked down upon, where they don't feel less than. And we need to make sure that we are, that 
It is all about the love. Jesus is the reason for the season. And why would he be the reason for the season? Because he loved. Because it was his love for us that caused him to step out of deity into this earth realm, suffer, die, and resurrect so that we could have life standing with the Father. We ain't always had the right people. Excuse me, when we be truthful about me, I still don't have it all right. Okay, this is just me. But I thank God for his loving kindness and his mercy. And so I don't ever want to get to a place where I'm, because I may do, may not do what somebody else is doing, or I may not, um, I, I may have grown in an area that somebody else is still struggling with. I always want to make sure that I'm there to help them up, not to, to talk down to or look at in a derogatory manner. I'm going to yield the floor to you in just a moment, sis. But here's, a, here's a, a perfect example. When I was living in Florida, this is deep. I was living in Florida and I got pulled over for speeding. Now, all of you know that really know me. I have a leg for it. I do that fast. But this day, amen. I was on the street and I wasn't speeding. I promise you, but this officer pulled me over. Okay, now this is deep. Officer pulled me over. My license plate, I had a personalized license plate. And he walked up to the car and he told me that, you know, I was speeding and I'm looking at him and going, well, I don't think so, but okay. You know, I'm not the one, I'm not going to argue with the policeman. So uh, he said, uh, what did your license plate say? And my license plate had these letters on it. It said G-S-U-S-N-M-E. And he was like, what's your license plate say? Guess you seen me? Because, you know, he's like making fun of the fact that he said I was speeding. And I said, no, it says Jesus in me. He said, oh. He goes on to tell me he's a believer, and he writes me a ticket as he's telling me he's a believer, and then he makes a statement to me. He gives me a ticket, and then he makes a statement to me and says, well, at least I can tell you Merry Christmas because it was the holiday season. I can tell you Merry Christmas because I can't say that to everybody. And I looked at him, and I said, I'm sorry, I, I don't understand. And he said, well, you know, and this was a Caucasian man. He said, well, you know, um, a lot of the people in Florida are Jewish, so I can't wish them a Merry Christmas. But in the way he said it, it, the Jewish part was in a derogatory manner. And I said to him, I said, um, sir, I thought, I don't know you, and I don't mean no harm, but I would suggest you go and you read Romans, the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th chapter, okay, all of it, I, and understand the place that the Jewish popularity has been placed in just so we Gentiles can be engrafted in to be heirs and joint heirs with Christ. Please read that before you make that kind of a statement. And he looked at me. I said, because they're only asleep for a season just so we can be engrafted in. Please read it for yourself. Do you know this man proceeded to tell me what I needed to do to beat my ticket? He wrote me the ticket. He couldn't tear it down because he had wrote it. 
but then proceeded to tell me what to do to beat the ticket in part and thanked me for pointing that out. You see what I'm saying? It's like you don't know what position you're being put in in order to shine the light to somebody. And you never should be in a place of looking down on anybody for any purpose. Because you need to be in that place where God can use you to lovingly shine a light on the error. It's really, really important. Really important. Okay, sis, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to share that. Hey, don't ever be sorry when you when you get wrapped up to be able to tell people the truth. Well, y'all know me. I'm on the other side of the fence sometimes. This is how I feel. It's all about perception. If you don't spend time with God and have a relationship with him, then people can feed you anything. I don't like people feeding me at all. You know, I remember a long time ago, sis, when I got my first little car, I thought it was all special. You know, when everybody was making those designer license plates. So my front license plates, I thought said Jesus. You know how you, when you first get saved, how you do things? Mm-hmm. People, I used to drive, people was hunking at me and everything. And, man, I was like, okay, everybody love Jesus. What? Then I found out one guy was like, why do you have Jesus on your license plate? I said, Jesus. I said, that's Jesus. He said, well, all the Mexican people think it says Jesus. That was really a laugh for everybody out there for your perception of thinking that because you wear a big cross around your neck that that makes you a Christian. Well, it don't. Those are all the people. I'm not telling you don't have strong convictions, but, again, the Lord let me know a long time ago, sis, I didn't have to defend, defend him. When he died on the cross, it was enough said. Mm-hmm. I'm letting you guys know this because I said a long time ago on the show, I remember speaking to a young man on my job, and I asked him, did he, did he know about Jesus? And he told me he didn't too much believe in it. When I proceeded, I said to him, okay, I can understand that, how you feel. You mind if I ask you why? He said, oh, I just, you know, it never really dawned on me. So, you know, when you feel in your spirit, let it go. I let it go. I told him, I love you. You're still my nephew. I don't care what color you are. Young man proceeded before he left there to say to me, Miss Chan, I want to say something to you. I watched you more than you thought I watched you. I heard you. Love the way you laugh, get into people, share things with people, talk to people. And if I ever had to believe that there was Jesus, it's only because I've seen it in you. Mm-hmm. That was one of the most powerful things anybody could ever said to me because I'm very raw, how I am. I'm loud, and I just go for it. But I'm never uh, pumped to say that I love the Lord. I don't care. A girl said to me, how was your birthday? And I said, wow, every day's my birthday, isn't it? He allowed me to wake up. He didn't have to, but he did. He still showed his mercy and put food on my table. He didn't have to, but he did. If he never puts a gift under my tree, if he never gave me a gift personally, he has. He's given me the gift of life, a peace of mind, and I thank God for it. Because I'm going to say something to you. I've been in a place in my life where there was no peace, not in my heart, not in my mind. But if I can honestly tell y'all, he's a, what my grandmom said, a mind fixer and a heart regulator. All I'm telling you guys is during this season, we're going to talk several times, but always remember this. He's the reason for every season. He is the reason. 
there is nothing else that can be said. Drop the mic after that. It's all mm-hmm. about love. Okay? And sis, I'm sorry. I think I was about 15 or 16 when I, when I was like dead on not believing it was a Santa. <laughs> so for everybody out there, you can laugh. Please don't text me. Please don't. <laughs> Probably be 100 years before you get a reply back because I'm not, I don't do it like that. But I want to say this. Love people with yeah. kindness. Yeah. A smile never hurts anybody. I understand it's, we're still in COVID, but sometimes a kind gesture or holding the door open or just even smiling when somebody looks at you so rude. Yeah. Maybe they crossed you in traffic and you could have honked at them, flipped your finger and cursed them out, but you chose not to. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody's trying to get in on the freeway and you have the right just to stop for a minute and let that person in. Mm-hmm. It's just about showing God's love in so many different ways. Yeah. If you really think it's about those gifts, you got to twist it. Besides, I think some parents overcompensate this for their love because they don't know how to give it. So they give it in gifts. That's why their children misconstrue what love is and gifts are. And that's why it's, it becomes a dysfunctional situation. But that's another show in another time. It so. is, it is, because we're running out of time. We are. But I just want to say this um, as we wrap up the show. Please, please, please. It, the greatest gift you can give somebody is your love. The greatest gift you can share with somebody is the love of Christ. Feed somebody this year. Give somebody something that will make a difference in their lives. Give them the Lord. Give them the love of God. And they will be forever grateful to you. May the Lord watch between me and thee. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. May the Lord bring us close together in our spirits and let our spirits flow. As we don't see each other, Father God, allow us to magnify you together in our praise and our worship and our love for each other. Not let this show be the only time that people listen or hear or even have their point of view, but to know that the harvest is much and the laborers are few. If you're a laborer, it's nothing wrong because what God can give you in return, you can never do. I thank God for you all, and I'm praying for the safety of you and your finances be blessed, your home be blessed, your situation be blessed. And may God keep you safe and your children healthy and you're healthy. We thank God for our people on our jobs, the people around us, the people in the White House above and beyond that have to make decisions over our lives. We thank God for the ministers, the bishops, the apostles. We thank God for the urshers. We thank God for the ministers. We thank God for the praise team or whoever. And if I miss out on anybody, please don't text me. I just want you guys to know that we love you and you're so important in our lives. Please don't let this be the first time that you call in and don't let it be your last. But let me say this to you, most of all, we love you and spread the love of God amongst everybody. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless God. Well, sis, I pray that you have an incredible week. Lord, say the same. We will be back on the line. Same God time. Same God channel. Same God channel. We love you, God. Be blessed. Love you, sis. Let's keep it real.